Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. In the Zone is back from commercial break, and it's time to be enlightened. Let's head to the hotline where TV superstar from West 2 News, Darren Stoltzfus, is standing by. We'll do it live. Back to you, Brandon. Let's chat with TV superstar Darren Stoltzfus, sports director over at West 2 News. My go-to source for news when I wake up in the morning. I'm becoming that guy now in my upper 30s, where the first thing I do in the morning before my kid asks me to play something on YouTube, I turn on Wesh. <laughs> oh, yeah, this is my this is my cue. Yeah, yeah, I thought I I just figured you'd react to that. I don't know. I don't like that for news. I'm just thinking, hey, Monday through Friday, we we don't really have sports in our morning shows, but I appreciate the thought. I'm just supporting the team. I'm, I'm supporting your teammates. You know. Well, that's what you're supposed to. Do. I appreciate that. I, I thought you. I thought you were going to say, you know, I check the Twitter feed. I, you know, but that's good too. Go team. Go Wesh. I'm going to tell you. Last night, I, I had a long afternoon at SeaWorld. I was asleep when the Dolphins blew that thing. So don't don't look for me to chime in on Tua. Uh, that's fine. Uh, at least not overnight. Uh, well, the Dolphins fell asleep too. So you got something in common with the uh, the squad there in Miami. They're just like us. Did you see the stat on uh, on that one? Teams down fourteen with under three minutes to go. We're zero and seven hundred and sixty-seven since twenty sixteen until last night. You know, some might some might say that's bad, especially to Will Levis and his mayonnaise coffee. But that's you know, it uh, is what it is. Uh, by the way, before I move on to the uh, the nitty gritty of the sports news. You mentioned that you don't have sports coverage Monday through Friday, which is a travesty. Let me talk to your bosses. And then, uh, so can you fill in the folks that are listening that want to catch Darren Stoltzfus and his sports coverage? When can they find you on TV? For regularly scheduled programming. Okay, I got this. Uh, 6 and 11, 6, 10. Okay, we're already messing this up. If we're talking about just on WESH, 6 o'clock news, 11 o'clock news, and then occasionally in the four and a five, you know, pop up through there. Then on the weekends, we will have some uh, some sports coverage in the morning show, but also at six and eleven. And then on CW eighteen on the mornings on the weekends, and at ten o'clock all the time. So there's enough options. It's it's twenty twenty three. You can you can find me exactly at Darren Stoltzfus. You can also <laughs> find him on X. Do you think FSU fans have collected themselves yet, or? Um... Or is there still a, a mutiny that is happening in the streets that I'm not aware of? I don't know if the mutiny is still underway. I think maybe they're uh, they're still licking their wounds. That's for sure. I'm I'm interested to see how far this carries over. Now, last week, you know, Kirby Smart and Mike Norvell were supposed to have a joint press conference. It's an annual thing in Fort Lauderdale with the Orange Bowl, and it did not happen. Now, I reached out to FSU and said, "Hey, you know, is this uh, a sign of things to come?" Because that was you know, when the streets were hot and heavy with the, hey, we need to boycott the Orange Bowl thing. And it was, oh, 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 this is, there was a conflict for both coaches. So it wasn't like just Mike Norvell said, hey, I'm not going to this thing. 
So I took that at face value, whether or not that's a mistake. Um, but it also could have still been, hey, this is really raw. And we do have to recruit because of the timeline and everything like that, the transfer portal. Um, it's just kind of another wave of what's happening, the, the war on bowl games. But I, I think they will be okay come you know December 30th. But it's going to go back to the same thing of if, if you win – well, obviously we should have been in the playoff, and if you lose this, well, obviously we weren't motivated because we weren't in the playoff. So these bowl games are the excuse-a-thon of the, of the year. That's a really good way to put it. Johnny Wilson already pulled his name out of the bowl hat. Do you think this is going to become a trend? Are there other names that I'm not aware of? He's the only one that stood out to me. He's the only big one that I can remember seeing, which I honestly am a little bit surprised. I did see somebody like Sam Hartman, you know, not going to play for Notre Dame in their bowl, which, you know, doesn't surprise me, even though El Paso is beautiful this time of year. Um, I think there will be more opt-outs for Florida State. I just don't know how many. And what was really great about this Seminoles team was so many guys that had the opportunity to go pro decided to come back for one more run because of the unfinished business. Now, if Mike Norvell can kind of tap into that and they can agree, um, I have a hard time with, and again, this is the old man, shaking his fist at the cloud inside of me. Uh, but when Johnny Wilson says, hey, I'm not going to play in the Orange Bowl, but I'm signed up and I'm coming to Mobile for the Senior Bowl, it's like I get that that's a showcase, but it, it, I miss when those games actually meant something to the guys playing them. And I think you know, down the road there are going to be some of these guys that opt out of the Orange Bowl or the Fiesta Bowl or whatever bowl, and they look back and say, hey, man, that's a crown jewel of college football, and I missed out on that. Now, granted, if you go out and break your leg and you miss out on an NFL career, you're going to miss out on that too. Um, but as we've seen with Jordan Travis, it, it can end in an instant. And if you play with fear, you're not going to be effective. So maybe it is appropriate for them to, to opt out. And I'm never going to just say, hey, you shouldn't do that because you have to do what's best for you. Uh, you got to do what's best for your family, your future, your, your, you know, counting your money. I get all that. Um, I just, I wonder how many of these guys 20 years later are going to look back and say, man, you know, I wish I hadn't opted out there. I guess an argument could be made. Couldn't you also break your leg at the Senior Bowl? There's tackling that goes on there, too. And again, it's a showcase game, so the the mentality is completely different. Um, But you're playing Georgia, and and obviously Georgia's a really good football team, really physical. Um, But it's, yeah, I I mean, I just look back personally, like watching these state championships for high school football this week, uh, when Mainland, you know, came down to the wire, they kick a field goal to win the whole thing. Um, that's a, I said to, to somebody, that's a moment that he will literally be telling to everyone his entire life, to his grandkids. Like, that's one of those moments that you think about. And I'm thinking about my own high school athletics, which were nothing. Those stories were nothing of merit. But I, I think of those stories, and I already tell my two-year-old and my three-year-old about that. Hey, man, there was this one game where Daddy got really hot on the three-point line. Knocked down five triples in one game. For a while, it was a record. Got knocked off really quickly. But it's those moments that are that that humanize us. And obviously, I wasn't playing for a college scholarship or an NBA career or anything like that. But that's what you love sports about so much is that experience. And I I hate that these guys are not going to to get that. But again, I get it. You 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 break your leg and you miss a whole heck of a lot of your future especially financially. I'm sure the two- and the three-year-old are locked in when you're telling that story, though. <laughs> it's more of a, like, please go to sleep. That's, that's the key right there, Brandon. It's, uh, while, they're, while they're saying, I need another story, I'm like, I don't, I don't remember. Like, I do remember sports, though. 
It is, uh, yeah, you know, that'll put him to bed better than Twinkle Twinkle Little Star. You know, you got your own little method. I appreciate that. Darren Stoltz, the sports director at Western News, on with us here. What have you heard about Grayson McCall's visit to UCF? Looks like he spent some time with Gus Malzahn. I have not heard as much as I expected to, to be honest. And obviously he's going to make his rounds. He's going to see, uh, I'm sure, going to meet with NIL collectives or whatever the loose attachment that you're allowed to anymore. I don't even know what the rules are with that. Maybe there aren't rules with that. Um, but I was going to do some digging today. I was out of the office yesterday. I do know some people that worked with him, uh, you know, that are on the Liberty staff now that were uh, obviously with him at Coastal Carolina. It'd be an interesting fit, really. Uh, I don't know... I don't, I, I don't know. Yeah, that's the short of the answer. I, I need to do a little bit more digging to see, you know, if it was a good fit, if, if he wants to be here. I know I would think that that, uh, that Power 5 level is alluring, and this is a, an example of a, high, a, a kid that would not be considering UCF had they not joined the Big 12. You know, this is not, he's not coming here if it's an AAC school still. For sure. Uh, what about Trevor Etienne transferring out of Gainesville uh, from what, a conversation that his brother had with a reporter up in Jacksonville said that it wasn't a good fit for Florida and Coach Napier. That's troubling. How do you read this? It's troubling, but it's also troubling when your best running back is sharing time with the, someone who is maybe not as equipped to carry the football as you are. Uh, and I think that's where the biggest rub comes uh, for the ETN family is, look, you know, look what your brother did at Clemson. Look what he's doing in the NFL, and look what you've done with your opportunities here, you're leading the team in touchdowns and you're still sharing snaps uh, when arguably maybe you shouldn't be, or at least not to the extent that you are. Um, but, yeah, that's 14 Gators in the portal in less than a week once it opened. I think that's a huge, huge red flag. And Billy Napier, you know, we've said it over and over and over again. Scott Strickland said it over and over and over again. They're going to be patient with him, um, but I wonder how thin the patience is going to run. The schedule in 24 is horrible for a coach that's trying to hang on to his job 11 power five schools including ucf miami and florida state that's a lot that's a lot and uh you know if you're losing out on guys you better be replacing them pretty quickly and we'll see how how well he can do that you know recruiting has been one of the strengths that people have pointed to to say give billy some extra time in gainesville but uh we're about to find out this season i think for sure it's not just recruiting now. It's re- it, recruiting is Retaining, as important yeah. as yeah retention. Now I think that needs to be um, a phrase that we use much more frequently when talking about college football coaches. Right. Here's, what's his retention rate? Exactly. Yes. Exactly. Your retention ranking. But again, something how, like that. How much of that comes down? How much of that comes down to scheme and coaching and style and nil money? I mean, I, I read somewhere and it makes total sense. A lot of these upperclassmen. I don't know specifically at Florida if this is the case, but a lot of these upperclassmen that are coming out are basically saying, I didn't get NIL coming out of high school. I didn't get the opportunity to shop myself as a free agent, as if you, you know, if you want to say it that way. Um, so why not, you know, why not go out and look what's best for me? What's best for my family? Totally understand that. Uh, we, we kind of have gone away from the age of the, you know, bread and born haters or bread and born Seminoles where you just all of your life, you want to go there and you get the opportunity to. We change coaches too much in our in, in, in this sport to have that anymore. Um, it, and it's it's sad in a way, but it really has gone the way of mercenaries. And that's the head coaches, that's the players, that's everything. So as Jerry Seinfeld would say, we're cheering for laundry. And I think that's okay. We're cheering for tradition. Uh, but it is certainly a different, a different way of looking at things. But, man, you know, JT Daniels, 
how many schools did he play for and he still had a year left up you know it's 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 a wild wild west right now yeah I, and what were we cheering for before you know we were cheering for a team because sure. what you went to classes at the same building that they did <laughs> it's all ridiculous <laughs> all ridiculous people ask me like why aren't you a bigger UCF fan I'm like i spent way too much time there i <laughs> I, I was so happy to leave it's the uh, opposite it's the opposite <laughs> All right, let's wrap with uh, uh, the Magic. They've won nine in a row at the Amway Center now. This is a house of horrors for the NBA, is it not? I love it, and I love the way that these guys are approaching it. Franz Wagner said after, I guess it was the the 10th win at home last week, just saying, we we try to come out extra when we're at home because we know the fans will be here. And I think that's just a testament to Magic fans, and they have been there. And I think it started kind of with that class when Cole Anthony came in um, you knew they were rebuilding. You knew that they were going to lose a lot of their games, but they were fun to watch, and they played the right way in the sense of they played with joy. And I think that's something that Jamal Mosley has really instilled in this team, and you see it on the, on the floor. They're having fun because they're playing a game, and they're, they don't know any better, essentially. You don't have the, the roster of LeBron James and these other guys who have been in the league for 20 years that are financially secure, and they're kind of at the end of their career and angry. You know, you, you, you have a couple older guys in the team, but they're the spark plug almost for a young team. So I love it. I think it's just going to get better and better. And I think the environment in the Amway Center has been uh, – it's been getting more and more hostile. I don't know if hostile is the right word because I do feel like it's a joyous experience. But Lively, perhaps. It's a good environment. It yeah. is a good environment. Yeah, for sure. Darren Stoltzfus, sports director over at West 2 News. Always love our chats, Darren. Thanks so much for the time. Thanks, Brandon. And I will be interested to see if uh, if there will be more Magic fans or more Knicks fans that game later this month. I will, I'll just put that out there. Maybe that's the first big test for this one. All right. <laughs> 60% Magic, 40% Knicks. Would that be a good ratio? There you go. All right. I'm done, done with that. Coming up next, we've got our first four things around the bend. Shohei Otani's ridiculous contract that probably shouldn't even be legal. We'll get to all of that. Loving the fact that we're in a position where sports betting has been legalized in the state of Florida. But an important tip for all of you out there is to keep your options open. You don't want to pigeonhole yourself. Into- With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.